I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on the New Drug Threat. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both radio and TV, on LisaEvers.com. Now, in this episode, we're talking about the new drug threat from fentanyl and what it means for you. You might not have heard of it, and maybe you did hear of it, but you really don't know what it is. So let me explain. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid drug 50 times more powerful than heroin. It's cheap, and New York City, according to law enforcement officials, is being flooded with it right now. While many people say they would never stick a needle in their arms, fentanyl powder can be snorted like cocaine and is increasingly being used in counterfeit prescription drugs sold on the streets and on the black market. 21-year-old rapper Lil Peep recently died from an apparent pill overdose, and some of those close to him believe the pills were tainted with fentanyl. The DEA says you can die instantly from as little a quantity as two grains, the size of two grains of sand. And we're doing this show in order to arm you with information so we can spread the word and you can spread the word and know what's out there and hopefully save lives. More people are dying, and this is a critical issue here, more people are dying from drug overdoses in the United States every day than from gun violence, terror attacks, and car accidents combined. Many of the overdoses involve fentanyl. And here in New York City, according to the most recent statistics for 2016, we are seeing about four and on some days five people a day dying from drug overdoses. So with this fentanyl, there is greater concern that that number could even increase. So if fentanyl is so deadly, why are people using it and why are we seeing so much more of it now? Let's find out what our panel has to say about it and get more information. Joining us, Darren Porcher, PhD. He's a former NYPD lieutenant and undercover narcotics officer, and he's also a criminal justice professor. Darren, great to have you. Always a pleasure, thank you. Also with us is Nurse Noel. She's a registered nurse, critical care and trauma nurse. She appears on the Dr. Oz Show. You've probably seen her on many other shows, sharing her wisdom and her experience. And she's also a contributor to O Magazine. Nurse Noel, great to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Buddha. The, fut the future, I can't say the future, Buddha the future. He's a hip hop music producer. He's worked with many of the biggest names in the business from Rick Ross, The Game, Neo, Meek Mill, and many others. And Buddha has long been a supporter of street soldiers and, and involved with the community and our community events. But we especially wanted him here today to talk about the loss of his mother to a drug overdose. So Buddha, thank you so much for speaking out. Thank you for having really me. I really appreciate it. Uh -huh. Darren, I want to start with you on this. Why are we seeing so much of this drug fentanyl right now? Well, initially, fentanyl was coming from China, and it seemed like the target area for the United States was Ohio, but then it spread out vastly within the United States. Now the cartels from Mexico have gotten involved with the distribution of fentanyl. But what fentanyl does is because it's so cheap, it boosts the, the, the grade of heroin. So many dealers that are selling heroin would acquire fentanyl to boost the heroin that they have on the street. And then we look at the social media, a lot of the social constructs tend to support this opioid addiction that we have in the United States. It's an epidemic that would, that, that remains prevalent within our society. So that the social piece coupled with the spread from the Mexican cartels is creating this epidemic that we have here in the United States. And, and the flood that we're seeing right now, which according to the DEA is worse than <clears throat> cocaine during the crack epidemic. 
They're saying there's so much here. But Nurse Noel, what does what do these opioids do to the body? Because some of the comments I get on social media every time I discuss this topic, people are like, why don't they just kick it? Or it's their choice to do it. But why do they seem to these drugs seem to have such a grip on people? Well, opioids are highly, highly addictive, and they they work with the the brain sensors and the brain receptors, and they they secrete dopamine, which causes a euphoric type feeling, and it you know it feels good, and people that's why people relapse because they want that that feeling again. Fentanyl is 50 times stronger than heroin and 100 times stronger than morphine. So we see a lot of people coming in to the emergency room and in trauma, you know, if they make it to that point, um, you know, with a lot of um, depression. Right, because they can, yeah. you can overdose. So tr it's true you can overdose just on your first dose could be your last dose. Yes, it can be definitely be your last dose. There's a fine line between therapeutic and mortal doses. And what can what can happen, and depending on probably a lot of other factors too, like the person's weight, right, their size, how often they've used. Exactly. So it depends on a smaller person will take less. It'll take less for them to overdose than a larger person. And also, if you have other drugs in your system or alcohol, mixing drugs definitely causes um an, a heightened a heightened um effect. Wow, uh, Buddha, tell tell us about the effect that that your family has suffered through with this drug plague um, and, and your mom. Uh, we recently lost my mom about two years ago, and it was uh, due to her lifestyle and um, alcohol alcohol and drug abuse with the combination of taking pills as well, and along with her taking chemo medicine pills. So the combination of cocaine, drinking, pills, and the lifestyle with the body weight and going through certain you know um, medical issues, um, my mom ended up passing away two years ago. And, um, I'm so and sorry. April. No, thank you, thank you. And since then, it's been tough, but um, I just want to bring awareness to that and let people know that, you know, the combinations of all those components is very deadly. Now, you're from the Bronx, mm -hmm. which is the area, according to everyone we've talked to about, is kind of ground zero yeah. for this whole drug thing and mm -hmm. also for, for the fentanyl, too. What changes did you see in your mom? Like, how did you know that, you know, she wasn't the way she used to be or it was starting to become a problem? Um, throughout the time, I felt like the accessibility and the consumption is so quick and easy and accessible for you to ingest is, like, it's hard for you to monitor people on it. So throughout the years, you've seen her behavior change um, from the 90s to the 2000s, and then as the pill increase began to, you know, become more, you see the changes in her body and how her, her body deteriorated, and um, she went directly to the hospital. And did she start using, her was she using heroin initially? Um, it, was more, it was more cocaine and pills and alcohol, but the combination of all three was fatal, um, more so with the alcohol and the cocaine while taking pills. And Which is what Nurse Noel said, is the combination The is. combination um, created blood clots in her lungs and she died from not being able to breathe. But the actual pill intake with the alcohol made the effect happen faster. Now this was especially tough for you because she had just won the battle with cancer though, right? It was Tell two, us about it that. It was two weeks. Um, she beat stage three cancer. Um, we was actually, you know, happy celebrating that she, you know, just had a, one of her biggest victories. And I think in the midst of her celebrating, she started to drink and take pills, and the effect of the pill and drinking caused the blood clots in her lungs. And that was, and that was it. Mm -hmm. 
And did you see a change in her her personality over the years? Um, this too? Yeah, especially when when she overcame cancer, it was like a relief. But I kind of felt like she was getting over of her old lifestyle. But the celebration aspect of her just wanting to be in her mood or zone, like kind of like a lot of these artists, you know, take drugs for the, for an escape. Um, that was her final exit. So. I'm so sorry about that. But no, we, we appreciate you talking no, about absolutely. this because a lot of times, too, it's not something, and this is something that's affecting um, people all across ages. generations, all, all ages, ages, all economic groups, all ethnic and racial groups, men mm -hmm. and women. It's like everybody has a story about it. But we're going to talk more about that. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. New York City, it's Miguel, and you're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the new fentanyl threat. And if you don't know enough about it, this show is definitely for you, and it could help save someone's life. So please watch and pay attention to what our guests are saying. Joining me, Darren Porcher, Ph.D. He's a former NYPD lieutenant and NYPD undercover narcotics officer. Officer. He's also a criminal justice professor. Darren, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Also with us is Nurse Noel. She's a registered nurse, a critical care and trauma nurse. You've seen her on the Dr. Oz Show and many other TV programs. She's also a contributor to O Magazine. Nurse Noel, great to have you. Good to be here. Thank you so much for being with us. Also with us is the one and only Buddha the Future. He is a hip-hop music producer. He's worked with Rick Ross, The Game, Neo, Meek Mill, and many other big hip-hop artists. And he's with us on this topic because he lost his mother to a drug overdose, and he wants people to understand that the consequences of this are very, very real. Buddha, great to have you with us. Honored to be here. Thank you, Lisa. L let's talk about the culture because mm -hmm. the... People people talk, well, hip-hop culture, the music, it used to be drug dealers, now it's drug users. Mm -hmm. We just heard from Timbaland. He said uh, he nearly died of a drug overdose from pills about three years ago. As you're, you're around the culture, you're in the studio mm -hmm. late at night with these guys. Is it as big a part of the culture as it seems to be just judging from the music? Um, I feel like certain individuals that indulge in that lifestyle happen to be very famous, and it is taking a toll on our culture. And I feel like the accessibility of it, it's kind of like a new accessory to hip-hop, to some of these artists, where it's looking like it's part of their uniform. And do I think it's right? No, but... um for some reason, it's infiltrated the culture very so rapidly. Maybe, uh, so maybe popping bottles has been replaced by popping pills? Um, I'm not going to say replaced, but it's definitely been added to the roster. And what I, about the... Oh, go ahead. I don't we, think it's just a hip-hop issue. When right. you look at the death of Prince, for example, Prince died from a fentanyl overdose. When we look at Little Peep, which who, who died relatively recently, I mean, he was someone that spoke quite freely about drug use, um, depression, and things to that effect. And we draw back to the different communities within New York City. And I'll give you an example of an area we refer to as the hub in the South Bronx. Where which we has, did the heroin right, report. It has the highest overdoses in the city. And so a lot of people don't realize what drug dealers do, when they sell you drugs, there's no barometer, that, there's no scale that tells the potency of a drug that they're selling. They use an addict in the neighborhood. That addict mm. is the barometer for how, how strong or how potent the heroin is. And so oftentimes, the heroin wants the best stuff that they can get, No, even if this is a even level 10. Even if they 10, know it could kill them? But even if this is a level 10, they'll say from 1 to 10, they say if this is a level 10, they'll say it's a level 3. We need it stronger because they want something bigger and stronger. So when it goes back to this opioid 
addiction. I mean, it's something that's been plaguing our system, or I want to say the accessibility has been like overwhelming because everyone can get it. Buddha just mentioned he works in the hip hop industry, and oftentimes you have people that just have it. It's just a place that we're going in. One of the things that I mentioned is um, Chris Christie, Governor Christie, is on this presidential panel to combat the addiction. This didn't come into play until it extended into the more affluent communities. But, but, but it did what well, right, when it, it happened. Start, exactly. When it happened and in areas exactly. like I mentioned, the hub, no one really cared. No right. one cared. Now when we it was see a greater black and um, level of attention right. that's paying attention. Right, and we talked and we talked with the the Bronx DA Darcel Clark about that, and she said, "Yes, it's true. You know, nobody paid attention when this was in the urban areas, predominantly black and Latino, low income." And she said, "You know, now that it's it's in the suburban areas, uh, there's many more white faces that are victims. It's getting a lot of attention." And she said, "But you know what? I'm going to use that to my advantage and have that money and bring that back into my community, which they're doing in the Bronx, which is interesting to see." But Nurse Noel, you do education is a big part of what you do yeah. as well too. Are we giving? You know, is the wrong message going out? Because the fact of the matter is, drugs make people feel feel better. That's what they say. At least initially, that high feels or, good. Or it gives so, them an escape of reality. Or gives them an escape of reality. So, are we not explaining the reality? We are, but once it's in the scope of medicine, med medicinal practice. So if you have an illness, if you're a trauma patient, if you come in with, you know, an MVA, motor vehicle accident, or a gunshot wound, it's warranted to give an opioid. Right. It is, but no, you know, not a regular person that's on the street just wanting to get high. It's going to have a different effect on them. And the thing with the with what you were saying with heroin. Fentanyl is measured, so they do know the doses of, of fentanyl. Well, the drug dealers don't measure it. They put it out there. When they're there. making they it, want, when they're mixing it, it, he's saying. It, it, what they're doing is, is product enhancement. They want to get, they want to get the like biggest the bang pills. for their buck right. with the, the customers. Stronger. Right. There's no barometer. There's an addict that tells them if this is good or not. Okay. So people, what people are doing now is doctor shopping. So they're going to find different doctors that are prescribing the medication for them. They can have up to 10 to 20. 10 to 12 doctors prescribing the same medication for one person. And then but hasn't that changed? No, because now the prescriptions are going online and they're electronic, whereas in the past you had people that stole these prescription books and they just wrote off prescriptions. But at least in New York State, I see the change in that, whereas these prescriptions for these opioids have to be elect electronically um, administered to the pharmacy and it's not going directly to the individual. Well, they go to different pharmacies. You can, you can get medication from different pharmacies given by different doctors. There's no central database. So that's how people are getting multiple medications. Okay, but there are there are some kind of, I know what, I know what Darren's talking about, mm -hmm. and we'll look into that more, but there there is, the doctors now have to go through, they're given a code number, an ID number. number. That's because there were certain doctors that's as we just, knew in the That's just, that's New York State. Now, in, certain in Jersey, it may be different. Yeah, and it should be a right. national it should be a national thing because look at you're by the state line, you just go across mm -hmm. across the state. But let me ask you let me ask you this, Darren, from a law, from a from a street perspective in Buddha too, it's like if people can't get it that way, they're gonna turn to the streets. It's not that hard to find how hard is it in the Bronx to find out where to buy pills? You can the buy streets has always been the streets have always oh, wow. in, in and continue to be that place, that reservoir for people to get it. The only issue, I shouldn't say the only issue, but the main issue is you're now receiving unclean substances and it goes back to who you're purchasing who are you acquiring these drugs from and that is germane right, when like we take in consideration right. have this many grams of right. carbohydrates right. or this grams of protein or, or whatever but Buddha what about the just
just the, just the mentality. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, and, and you work with the youth a lot too in the community, mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel that just seeing all these, you know, we've seen famous people die from it. We've seen, you know, we, we, we're, we're just seeing it in the music and in the videos and especially in the music and the lyrics that people mm-hmm. listen to over and over and over. Does that kind of normalize it, make it seem like it's okay? No, I don't think so. No? I don't think it makes it okay, but it... it seem okay. It seem okay, but it also shows how how much of it is being done because it's, it's trying to become part of the cool factor. So it's an awareness piece and something we should be, you know, have our finger on because it's obviously... It's, it's being presented now because it's affecting the suburbs, but this has been something that's been going on. And I think now the fact that it's actually... It's being marked as cool should be something we should be paying attention to like nah y'all bugging definitely nurse noel in terms of the in, in terms of the what it does on your body too the is it is it typical from what you've seen with overdoses in the er that people are really uh people just do one drug and don't drink or they do one drug and they don't smoke weed or do people typically combine things people typically combine drugs and the major side effect for fentanyl is respiratory um, depression. So it stops. What does that mean? It stops your breathing. Mm. And that can cause a heart attack or, you know, lack of oxygen to the brain. And that's how people die. Because it's like a, I mean, like a downer and it slows down your system. Is that what happens? It does. So it slows down everything. It slows down your GI system, your cardiac system. So it slows down your heart and it also slows down your breathing, which, you know, causes you to die. Also, you, you got to. I'm sorry. I'm you got to remember, um, this is something that's given to cancer patients, people that are in mm-hmm. extreme pain, and so it, it's something that's designed not for long-term use. I mean, she's more yeah. of the expert on this, but it's something but, for short-term remedies, not a long-term solution to pain. And when you have the prolonged use, that's, that's right. when it destroys someone's body. And it, just, also, it just really rips apart. And also, keep in mind, these pills are given to be taken with water or juice. A lot of these people are drinking alcohol. Yeah, if they're drinking alcohol. Smoking, sniffing, doing all types of stuff. And that's not even made for that. So the combination of all three or all four or five, you're just putting your body through torture. So what happens is people start getting used to that high, and they stop getting high. So they use it to just for normalcy, Tolerance. and then they have to use increased and, and increased amounts to, you know, to get that high. So you down. really do kind of build up a resistance. Of course, yes, most definitely. It's like if you don't drink and then all of a sudden you have mm-hmm. like a couple, for a long time you have a couple of drinks, you really feel it. But if you're drinking a couple of drinks every week, right. your tolerance your goes tolerance, up. Go, tolerate, so tolerance you can get high up. off of three pills and then, you know, three months later you're getting high off of 12 pills a day. And, and you need more and more and more. And then you got to drink and do other stuff to maintain it. And to just get, it, get in that zone, that, mm-hmm. that so-called zone. Right. And all right. We're going to uh, take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts. And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 9-7. You did. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the new drug threat from fentanyl. Joining me for this conversation, Dr. Darren Porcher. He's a former NYPD lieutenant and undercover narcotics officer. He's also a criminal justice professor. Darren, great to have you. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thank you. Also with us is Nurse Noel. She's a registered nurse, critical care and trauma nurse. You see her on the Dr. Oz show and many other television networks. She's also a contributor to O Magazine. Nurse Noel, great to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Buddha the Future. He's a hip-hop music producer. He has worked with Rick Ross, The Game, Neo, Meek Mill, and many others. 
uh, many of the biggest names in hip-hop. And he's with us on this topic because he lost his mother to a drug overdose. Buddha, great to have you with Thank us. Thank you for Melissa. Buddha, in, ter in terms of the um, impact on your family, because mm -hmm. a lot of times, too, when we talk about drugs and, and drug addiction and substance abuse, we just talk about it as that individual who is in that particular crisis. But it affects the whole family. Absolutely. Um, you see the changes when they're on and, and when they're off. You see the effects health-wise, mentally, and just how they function as an overall person. And it's it's kind of like watching a bad movie, and you know the end. And um, you're trying to do whatever it takes in your power to stop that end from becoming a reality. So it definitely takes a, a, a big toll on you. What was the toughest part for, you know, some of the toughest parts for you and your, and your brothers and sisters? Um... After fighting, uh, after watching my mom fight cancer, after you thinking it was over, and I felt like that was the biggest fight of her life, she lost the fight with um, drugs and alcohol. So just, it was like an up and down effect. The celebration of her beating something that's so common in today's generation, which is cancer, and then losing to something that's so common in today's generation, which is drug and alcohol abuse, and obviously the intake of uh, prescription pills and stuff. So you guys felt like the bad time, like kind of the bad times, that's all mm -hmm. going to be in the past and was kind of like going right. to be a whole new chapter. Then two weeks later, it, things just got worse when you thought it would be better. So it kind of, it was like a, almost surreal because you almost didn't feel like it was actually happening to you, but it happened and it happened publicly, so... Yes, yeah. so you had to go through that. Mm -hmm. What do you want people to understand about Just this? Just the, the awareness piece on how serious it is, and obviously everybody wants to have a good time, but not everything provides a good time. And the awareness piece of mixing alcohol with pills, with drugs, and just the combination of, of anything that's illegal or illegal, just be, be mindful of what are you doing to your body and the effects. And know that these pills that are being made are not, made to be cons consumed with alcohol and other drugs and understand that it will rip your body apart. And do that and could rip your family apart mm -hmm. and, 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 and destroy Most importantly, yeah, my mother was like the life of my family. So to see her gone is like you lose, uh, you lose history. What's it like for you guys in the holidays? Around the oh, holidays it's tough. Now? It's tough. I try to bury myself at work because I feel like that's the best solution, but also try to pass down some of the good things and memories that she taught us and Obviously, I'm here today to bring more awareness to that during the holiday season. Now that we're approaching New Year's and Christmas, is just to be mindful and understand don't be selfish. You're trying to have a good time, but your last good time can affect so many people. Just don't be selfish. Right. There's no way we can say, you know, we can hear stories like this. We can hear... You know, people say, okay, these are very powerful drugs and all of this type of thing, and yet they are being prescribed yeah. by doctors in hospitals and in doctors' offices. So people kind of think like, well, how bad can it be if it's, you know, if the pills are legal? What do you say to that? Somebody that's like, well, that's not, they're just, you know, it's not, it can't be that bad. They are, they are legal, but the thing is that you, they, you have to take the, the prescribed amount and for what it's for. If you're just if you're taking medication for pain, then it's going to be effective. If you're taking medication you're not in pain, you're just going to get high. And then you're going to need more and more and more. That's the problem is when you you take the medication when there's no need for the medication. 
Darren, in, in terms of the in terms of the fentanyl that we're seeing coming in, how it's just it's just coming in. Is it being made here now? Is it all coming from China? Like where we get? Why is there so much now? I mean, bricks on bricks on bricks. Historically, China was the major producer of fentanyl, and then it moved into uh, Mexico. But you have more and more people that are creating these labs, um, these quote-unquote homegrown labs in, this, in, in different neighborhoods throughout the country. This, this represents a problem to us as a common society, because oftentimes these are combustible um, chemical solutions. And if you live next door to someone or you live right above someone that, that has, is manufacturing these chemicals in this chemical lab, that now puts your family in danger. This is now changing the landscape for law enforcement. So oftentimes in the past, whenever there was a drug hit, meaning a warrant, the cops went upstairs, they had a battering ram, they knocked the door down. You can't do that with fentanyl because it's, the, the, it's such a highly combustible substance. You hit the door with a battering ram, the whole place explodes. So the cops need to be more vigilant. And the powder, and how, can, they can get be injured from the powder. Just merely touching. A, a skin, you, can, you can incur a skin ingestion by touching this powder of fentanyl law and you can overdose so it's a problem so it goes back to it just not only impacts on the people that are using it but the people that are living in the surrounding areas because these drug labs are set up all over the place and suburbs if you too? do the suburbs the city etc so if you know that this stuff is happening it's it, it's upon you the onus is on you to let the police know that these things are going on because if not and this lab blows up your loved ones would be at a disadvantage well but where are people getting like how hard is it to buy it because when, we were, the, when it, we were in the hub, you know, there, there were certain corners that specialized. It, it's in not hard at all because it's a manufactured substance. So any anyone that has a chemical background can produ can produce the substance. But what another issue that we have is in many instances we have amateur hour. When I say amateur hour, you have people that are putting together these solutions that are not fully. I don't want to say capable, but they're just doing whatever they can to get by. And unfortunately, the public is suffering. You have it sold on street corners throughout the city, but now you have it sold in these suburbs. So it goes back to what can law enforcement effectively do to target these um, the, these criminal acts? And one of the key things is when you know people that are using this stuff, because this fentanyl is a killer. It reminds me of, I go back to the 80s, we had this heroin that was sold that was referred to as obsession. Ex, uh, uh, obsession and it was killing people. They're brand names, right. The NYPD went ballistic with personnel to eradicate this and this particular neighborhood in the South Bronx. But now it's just becoming so prevalent throughout society that law enforcement just doesn't have the resources to attack all of these neighborhoods. That's why we need to bring the public in to help us, to assist us in eradicating this threat. Nurse Noel, you want to say something? Um, well, in New Jersey, talk, speaking of law enforcement, in New Jersey, police officers in many municipalities are able to carry Narcan, which reverses the, the, um, the, the overdose. Right. So a lot of them are carrying Narcan now. That's great if the cops get to them in time. But a lot of times this stuff is happening in they're the comforts the, of someone's home. They're the first, usually they're the first responder. They get the call. Before right, but the, the first responder has to get there. Right. And oftentimes you have these raves and things to that effect that are happening in people's homes, whereas one of the last things that they're going to do is alert law enforcement. But it's still helpful, you know, because by the time they get to no, the they, 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 they have It is life. an attribute, yes. and it is they, a plus. They've saved many lives. Of course, it does. 
many of the first many of the first responders mm -hmm. that I've spoken with, the para, the paramedics, the EMTs, uh, fire departments, police officers that are out there, they're trained to use Narcan and Naloxone, and what they have said is that the, with the fentanyl, you know, like if it's if it's regular heroin or it's a you know some other regular uh, opioid, mm -hmm. they can do like one they can do one shot of it, and the person. Mo in most cases will revive. Mm -hmm. They're saying the fentanyl, though, is so powerful that sometimes it takes four or five shots in order for them to, is that true? It does, for them yes, to revive. Because it's so potent. But it does help. So by the time that they get to us, they won't be, you know, they won't be a DOA. Right. But the key is to target the root causes, not what do you getting say is to the root, it. What is the root cause? One of the root People causes. People have always been doing it's drugs. It's been socially accepted. It's, yes. And it's one of these things that we need to get this out as a public service announcement that this is a killer. It's not something that's just keeping you high. That's why we're doing so this if, show. If, you, if you're someone that is using um, a drug like fentanyl, oftentimes people don't know that they're acquiring fentanyl. They just think that they have something that's potent. Super potent pill then, that they're getting. If people understand that you really need to step away from these drugs in general, it makes for a better society. I'm not saying that we're going to completely eradicate drugs in our society, but at the same token, this is something that we need to spotlight that's a killer and we need to do well, something what, to, what about to that, separate the, ourselves. And you're, you're, you both are raising the point about the, the public awareness and the, the public image. Mm -hmm. what, what about the appearance because it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of people and I'll I'll talk we'll talk about hip hop cuz it's mm -hmm. it's our culture but they that will say like oh man I'll never put a needle in my arm I'll I will never right. do that I will no matter what you know I will never do this that This is just as bad but they but they can take pills now which is like socially, as as our guests were saying, socially kind of like socially acceptable. It's being acceptable. And a lot more. of places containing fentanyl, and it can be even worse. So how do, like, how do we reconcile that, or how do we get that message out, or do you think people even care? I think people care, especially more now that we actually had an artist pass away from it. So I mean, we've had other artists that were bigger, like Prince and and Mike, like we spoke before. But to see somebody that young, twenty-one years right, old, little Pete, now it's like, okay, hold on a second. He didn't have these years in of celebrating and a party and having that type of lifestyle as other people we've seen where you've known. And for instance, and you know, I don't like to use her, but like we've seen Whitney. You know what I'm saying? We've seen certain artists right. at at the peak and at the lowest. And for somebody at twenty-one who hasn't even lived life yet, it's like that's crazy. But it's also showing you how younger kids are taking drugs now. Right, and especially for him, too, where, you know, as his career, you mm -hmm. know, that being of that kind of like underground SoundCloud right. generation and then rising, mm -hmm. about to kind of get into the mainstream. Also, too, my, my thing is why um, on their road to stardom, right? So who are these people behind these kids that's allowing this to happen? And they're like promoting it as well with them. And allowing these people to like kill themselves. You have a lot like, of people like, that are yes men in the industry. Right. If the check is coming in from one person, they want to stay on the bandwagon the, the, and they'll not do gonna, any and everything to stay a part of that. Boat. So There's in no, many instances, they remain a level. They have a level of complicity. There's no so a lot of children are looking at their parents who were addicts and saying, you know, I would never do cocaine mm -hmm. or heroin or shoot up, but I'll do pills. Um, my worst experience was seeing a 19-year-old in the emergency room. And you know she she came in and her heart was stopped. She she died, and her 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 mother had to take her off of the ventilator because they they were doing pills. They were doing oxycodone and fentanyl, and it, you know it was a bunch of them. And they their excuse was, well, we don't want to do the same thing that our our parents were doing. So you know we're going to do this. And they don't think it's as, they she, they, they didn't think, think it was different. as bad. No, they don't think they think it's it's more glorified. It's it's more you know it's hip.
Right. It's more. It's, it's less. Uh, more socially acceptable. Exactly. Right. People see it that you way. You know what's interesting? People go to a, a restaurant and we have letter grades in New York City. If someone sees a C on the restaurant, you're not going Nobody's in. gonna go in there, <laughs> and that's far less <laughs> detrimental to you than using a lot of these substances. If people saw what the manufacturing process for these drugs were, they would clearly step away from it. No, definitely. All right, we're talking about fentanyl, the new drug threat. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Hey, yo, this is Pat Post with Lisa Evers. Put your thinking caps on. Street Soldiers. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're focusing on the new drug threat from fentanyl. And have we got a great panel to discuss this and inform us about this. Joining me, uh, Darren Porcher. He's a Ph.D. He's a former NYPD lieutenant and undercover narcotics officer. He's also a criminal justice professor. Darren, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Also with us is Nurse Noel. She's a registered nurse. She is a critical care and trauma nurse. She appears on the Dr. Oz Show and many other TV programs and also is a contributor to O Magazine. Great to have you with us, Nurse Noel. Good to be here. Thank you. Also with us is Buddha the Future. He's a hip-hop music producer. He's worked with uh, some of the biggest names in the business, including The Game, Neo, Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and many others. And he's with us participating in this show because he wants to let people know about the loss his family suffered due to the drug epidemic. So, Buddha, great to have you with us. Thank you. To be here. Thank you. No, thank you so much for it. The uh, Nurse Noel, some people say people do drugs because they just want to get high and feel good and party and get in their zone and do whatever they want to do. Other people say it's connected to mental health issues. What's your take on that from what you've seen? From what I've seen, depression is um, depression. It kills. It kills people because they look for, you know, ways to get out of it. They look they look for ways to, you know, they look for exit strategies. So a lot of times drugs is, is, the, um, is their choice. And opioids kind of, you know, it brings you down. It brings you, you know, gets you mellow. And it, it works with the receptors in the brain. So a lot of them, a lot of people, you know, they choose, they choose drugs. Uh, uh, Buddha, Do with you think that this is more of a public health issue and uh, as opposed to people just necessarily wanting it? You ever think that you just get people that just, they get so caught up psychologically whereas they need it and it becomes something, uh, it becomes a dependency and it's just difficult for them to pull back as opposed to just, look, I want it. Do you think that's possibly the case? Well, with op opioids, your body craves it. Right. So, and it, but it goes back to you whether you sometimes. And if you don't get it, you get physically sick, right? If you don't get it, people are not even getting high. Right. What it's doing, it's just giving them a level of sanity because just in in law Wait enforcement, we well, after a while, if they believe that it's providing them with they a level it. of they a level it. of sanity. Buddha. You know, in law enforcement, we have this saying: "Is supply meets demand." If you don't have a demand, there won't be a supply in play. Right. And so, unfortunately, the demand is coming from a lot of these people that are suffering through addiction, and that's where this is coming from. But also, keep in mind, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, the, uh, the effects it has on the body and the overall uses when you constantly take it, and then when you completely stop, it has a strong effect on the body, and sometimes... People want to avoid that pain of going through the withdrawal, and that's what I mentioned. Well, what do you they go through? The perceived level of sanity when they do and take the, when they do and just well, people will say, not to say that they are sane. Wait, let me get back not, about this. Not initially. You don't take drugs and just for normalcy. You take drugs initially to get high. You I'm not doubting that, but you do initially. get to a to certain point. Separate from reality. Once it gets to and dependency, 
then that's okay. When but you're let, let, it. Me, let me bring this back to so you, 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 they take the drugs to get high. Mm -hmm. Then they have they reach a certain maintenance level, exactly. right, with mm -hmm. these opioids. Exactly. And then if they don't maintain that level, then sick. they start getting very physically, physically violently sick, sick. Yes. like like when they go through withdrawal. Bedridden. So they have to get. Up. Was you? Did you see that with your mom? Um, more so of her just um, she would want to drink and take pills more than actually eat. And certain things like I remember she was addicted to Zantac, and she wouldn't be able, she wouldn't be comfortable unless she had Zantac, her drugs and beer, and then ate. So it became a point where she couldn't eat until she had Zantac, and then that's a whole nother addiction with a pill, just something that simple over the counter that you can get at a, at a grocery store. Right. And and it's because of the effect it starts taking on your body and the acid reflux, and then. You use the bathroom a lot, and then you can't ingest anything because you're either throwing it up or you're using the bathroom when you have diarrhea. So then that takes an effect. And sometimes people want to get away from that. Well, it sounds horrible. So, so Nurse Noel, in, term, in terms of the detoxing process, because we see different methods of, you know, they, they have these methadone clinics, methadone which there's so many of them. And Suboxone also. And what is that called? Suboxone. It's, an, it's a short-term medication. So methadone is supposed to be used, you know, for... Long-term? Long-term. And Suboxone is used for short-term. But what about what about the people that go through these... De We've also heard stories about people that go to, you know, they go through detox, like a 60-day like a or 90-day detox. They come out. They're okay for a little bit. Something happens or whatever. And then they take... A, they they have heroin or fentanyl and then they overdose right away because you have to treat well with relapsing you have to treat the underlying causes you can't just detox a person and then they just you know and what are the underlying what do you what do you see it you know what does the medical profession see as the underlying a lot of causes emotion, emotional it's usually emotional situations family you know friends financial that has a lot to do with why people use drugs so it's kind of to Darren's point of the people want to feel better right. or they want to forget their problems. Well, it's socially accepted. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you look at the groups that people are part of, if everyone is doing it, you know, the peer motivation oftentimes brings you into this. And so, I mean, it's, it's a shame. But, you know, another thing that we really haven't pointed out, a lot of times people sacrifice their bodies. When I say sacrifice their bodies, I mean, they do unethical things to acquire these drugs. Right. And these may, in many instances, these were good people. But, however, their addiction has driven them to do into things crime. that they would not have done. You can call it what it is, into crime. Into prostitution, mm -hmm. into stealing things, into boosting things, into and scams. And these are the people that we know. These are our next door neighbors. These are our friends. These are our colleagues. I mean, I'm a college professor, and I can tell you personally, I've sat down with students on a regular basis that have discussed issues with opioids. I've seen professors deal with the same issues. So this is something that's hitting all aspects of our society. And it goes back to we have the supply and we have the demand. We need to eradicate the demand, and then the supply will just but how do you, how do you, but the because the supply continues to bolster and get higher and higher and higher because people want the stuff. And your next question is, how do you eradicate the um, the demand? How, how do we? I, I, I wish we had an answer. What, Buddha, what 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 message do you think a seventeen year old or an eighteen year old would pay attention to about this? Well, seeing an artist like a little Pete pass away from that, I would if I saw, God forbid, I saw Puffer J pass away from even seeing Mike and Prince, that alone just seeing people who have all the possessions in the world are dying from this. 
But that's always happening. Right. And no one is stopping because they see that. It needs to be a lot more it, it needs to be a lot more focused. You need to have people that are addicts mm-hmm. and you need to have professional people that come through with these peer thi- with, with these peer like mediations. Uh, no Twenty one step no meetings. I'm sorry. Uh, I worked at a methadone clinic at one time and the the, the number one reason why people use drugs and they'll tell you is because I did not think I can get hooked. I just wanted to try it. And that's usually the... That's really? The, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, the cu- the I didn't think I could get hooked. No, I didn't think I was going to get hooked. I didn't think it was going to be me. I saw that person over there get hooked, but I knew that I was stronger than that. Not knowing that it's a but you think the addictive demand. personality Not knowing that your body kicks takes in. over, right? Yeah. I, but you don't think the is addictive, that a myth? yeah? The addict, no, that's this is a fact. Some people have an addictive personality. It may not be drugs. It could be sports. It could be sex. It can be other things. But certain people just have that gene in their Coffee. body, and they have they're more prone to becoming addicted to these prescription drugs. No, what, what about that, Nurse Noel? Is no, it? You do have addictive personalities, but you also do have people who don't have addictive personalities who become addicts. It's um you know it and I think a lot so of that a lot, lot of people, that accents wait, well, is, so you're saying a lot a lot of people that you treated at the methadone clinic were basically like I just didn't think I could yes, get hooked yes that's and that's, that's and the message that we want to get out today is you, you can. can get hooked. Yes, your you first time, and with the fentanyl, first your first time could be your last time. First but then, time. not everyone gets hooked. But everyone that uses it long term does suffer the long term damage to their bodies. So you have some people. It's like alcohol. Somebody can have a drink of alcohol and they won't become an like alcoholic. Crack, like, cr- uh, like but cocaine. you have other people that have two drinks and they become a flat out alcoholic. Right. But the truth of the matter is, the long term damage to your body is something that you can't get mm-hmm. away from. So you talked about the the street fentanyl. You. The sub in the suburbs, a lot of them are not taking street fentanyl. They are taking prescription from pharmacy fentanyl, which does have weights and measures. You know, it's fifty mics, hundred mics. They know how much it is, so they are there are weights and me- measurements in certain areas. And I think we're gonna street. we're gonna start seeing way more younger people going through the effects and more celebrities. The more this drug keeps growing, I just think we're gonna start seeing more people, and you're gonna be like, oh snap! I didn't think. You know, that person was doing that. And then you'll see them in the hospital sick from relapsing. I just seen Famous Dex in the news because he tried to stop drinking lean. Mm-hmm. And his body is sick now. So he he actually, you know, turned himself into the hospital. And you see the effects of this lifestyle. So I think we're going to start seeing more and more people, you know, just be more aware of it. Because we're going to start seeing more celebrities going through it. That's a good right. point that you brought Excuse up. Excuse my language. You do need professional assistance in weaning yourself off or getting off of, of these opioids. You do. It's not, you can't, it's very difficult to do it cold turkey. It's very difficult it's to do it It's not like quitting yourself. smoking cigarettes. Right, you right. just get a patch it's and not, you decide no, one weekend. Most definitely not. So right. I feel like there's going to be a lot more people trying to quit, but you're going to see the effects of them quitting. Right, and the point we want to make is like, I, and I understand the point everybody's making about the fentanyl. It is legal when it's prescribed for extreme pain situations. But the the street fentanyl is what we're so concerned about because that's what's being mixed. If you're buying drugs on the streets, that's your first time could be your it could be your last time. Mm-hmm. And and even with the law enforcement, the, the DEA said they go in when they like you you were starting to tell us, Darren, with the they've changed They've changed the, the way, and like, like they don't changed. just go in and start grabbing up the bricks and the bust up <laughs> well, the mill. Let me tell you, a lot of times you, we, you do these, you do these raids or these warrant entries. You bring a chemist with you. 
Um, you want to assess what that environment is. And then you see cops more and more that are actually wearing a Tylex suit, especially going into a is that fentanyl what we would lab. Call a hi- hazmat? Yeah, well, I wouldn't like say hazmat. hazmat. Those are the white okay, suits so. that you see so, people wear. They look like <laughs> they look like they're made of paper. Because once again, hazmat. you can ingest <laughs> And they gotta the, have a mask too, right? Yes. You can ingest fentanyl it's through your skin. <laughs> No, because you can get it through your skin. So everything, they're gloved up, they got the mask on. Right, exactly. covered up, like a moon suit. Right, and then, you know, it's unfortunate, but this is something that's changing the landscape in law enforcement. And But it goes back to what I mentioned. Your next-door neighbor is impacted by this. The person that lives upstairs and beneath you, if that apartment blows up, you go with it. How about if they drop some of it in the, the they're not that clean. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're not having like a daily housekeeping. They have so, the, the powders in the hallway. The kids are walking through, you know, there's anything. There was a woman that, that uh, OD'd from powder that was on her son's sleeve of his shirt. We're talking two to three grains can cause someone death. So that's something that we really need to be vigilant of. And it goes back to having these places in our communities where we as individual citizens need to be more vigilant as, as to what's happening in our community as opposed to just taking a step back and say, I got nothing to do with that. That's not my business. That's somebody else's. Definitely. Nurse Noel, people want help. Like if people feel like they want help or they're expressing to somebody close to them, you know, friend or family member that they want they want to get help. Can they get help? Yes, you can. It's, it's you easy have to be as, a millionaire to get no, one of these rehab things? No, you can go things? to the emergency room. You can just go to your local emergency room and express your, your wishes, and they there's someone there that will help you. Okay. Without, you know, with, with no for d- For a drug deal, with no... No repercussions money. with law enforcement no. and no money no or anything like that all right buddha what do you uh what, what what message do you really want people to take away from all this just be aware of the lifestyle that you're choosing to live and know that there's consequences um drugs have no age limit as far as like the effects it could have on you obviously my mother was 59 years old very young and we just had an artist in the hip-hop community die at 21 so just be aware of the combination of alcohols and drugs and just the drugs that you're intaking. Just be aware that you, it could be fatal. Definitely. Well, I want to thank all of you for being with us. Thank you. For this episode of Street Soldiers, Dr. Darren Porcher, thank you so much for being with us. Nurse Noel, appreciate you being with us. And Buddha the Future, thanks thank so you. much for sharing those uh, very personal memories and, and warnings. We really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you here. all. Thank and you. remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace. Why we ain't friends no more? Why you won't listen no more? Damn, I let a good girl go. Away, away, away I've been All around the world and I've been looking for you searching You deserve it cause you're perfect Baby, baby, yeah, you're perfect Gotta compliment you All that up, how you twerk it Can you do that on the Don't be shy now Up and down, you know what it is Concentrate, baby Get it, get it And bring that right here Never let a good girl go Away, away, away I've been 
All around the world and I've been looking for you searching. I've been looking. You deserve it cause you're perfect. You deserve it cause you're perfect. perfect. You make every moment worth every it. Moment. I'm flying down Collins, I'm shirtless. Just thinking how you might have curved it. I knew you a minute. Don't act like you don't know the business. I've been trying to get all up in it. Get you my card, I don't know about no limit. They can't see a sin if that form was tenant. Nowadays it get too boring with in love with that get dormant these women bring out some molly bet all of them with it if i take you shopping make sure it's expensive nothing feel better than knowing that for me i've been a wolf in these streets i hold my own and ain't nobody took it from me i get women you wouldn't believe i own that money i'm gonna get high with your honey might take a trip out of the country no i got hoes she not finding it funny her brain is so good i can't ride with no dummy i only see you in pride and not bummy i'm from the streets bet your mama gonna love me i told her i never run out of this money feel back on your homies a lot of them love me it's about to get up, Why we ain't friends up, no more? Why you won't listen no more? Damn, I let a good girl go away, away, away. I've been all around the world and I've been looking for you, searching. You deserve it cause you're perfect. Baby, baby, yeah, you're perfect. Gotta compliment you. Yeah, yeah. All that club, how you twerk it. Can you do that on it? Don't be shy now. Up and down, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Concentrate, baby. Get it. And bring that right here. Ooh, I'ma go down, I'ma go down. Do it, break it, cause ain't nobody around. And don't be acting fake when you see me out. You don't wanna hear me out. How you gonna play me out? Why, why? Why we ain't friends no more? Why you won't listen no more? Damn, I let a good girl go away, away, away. I've been. All around the world and I've been looking for you searching You deserve it cause you're perfect Perfect, that might not describe you I need a word that's much better I'm trying to get back up inside you Know they gon' hate on the way that we slide through I don't know nothing, I know about survival I done had women only with lanes Used to the train, ain't been on no planes Really thinking all these the same After I hit it, I'm picking your brain I wanna know what you like I wanna know if you smoke, am I stroking the night? Picture us both getting low on the flight Love is a gamble, I'm rolling the dice When you Snapchat, you taking pictures with my chain on Club rocking, but I ain't gone You get wetter than the rain pond I'm trying to splash I wonder why we not friends If you ask me, it kinda depends I done got nasty with lots of her friends I keep it a hundred, don't gotta pretend I be so blunted, I gotta go in I'm here for women, won't acknowledge no men Just kinda drunk with shorty, got in the pins Promise, stick with me, you probably gonna win we ain't friends no more. Why? Why you won't listen no Tell more? Damn, I let a good girl go away, away, away. I've been all around the world and I've been looking for you, searching. You deserve it cause you're perfect. Yes, baby, baby, yeah, you're perfect. Gotta compliment you. Yeah, yeah. All that club, how you twerk it. Can you do that on it? Don't be shy now. Up and down. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Concentrate, baby. Get it, get it. And bring that. No more. Damn, I let a good girl go away, away, away. I've been all around the world and I've been looking for you, searching. You deserve it cause you're perfect. You deserve it cause you're perfect.